0: Good morning, everybody.
1: Wow.
2: Trust. Don't talk over it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to just listen to it. This is a hot cut. Hubba, hubba, hubba. Money, money, money. Who do you trust? Me? I'm giving away free podcasts. <gasps> he hates it. What's up, oops? Hello, team. Welcome to Enough. The only podcast where you can hear a couple guys talk about movies and TV, hosted by the Turkey Boys, which is a duo comprised of Ryan Ankner and myself, Scott Sweeney. Hello, how do you do? Doing great. Okay. Uh, we're actually we're starting the show a little different this week. We are. Yeah, this is throwing me
0: way out of my comfort zone. It's uncomfortable. I guess that's good though. That's how you got to make change in life
2: we got a surprise guest coming on, meaning it's a surprise to him, and he might not pick up this call. Hello? Montepiece? There he is. Could your
0: speakerphone be any lower? (laughs) I know where. That's the goal. We want to have it so low.
2: Monty, you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, he's in. Turn it up all the way. I did. Am, am Am I on air? You are. We're having a little technical Monty, speak difficulty. Up. <laughs> I gotta speak up. The uh, I think you're good. So um, we're gonna start with our new segment, which was actually your idea. I want to thank you a lot for uh, giving us some content. This is a new segment. Uh, I'm I'm calling homework is the name of this segment, where me and Ank assigned each other. Episodes of a new sitcom to watch, to see how unbearable it was. I assigned. Wait, you, guys, you guys are actually going to do this. We did it already. We did it. It's happening now.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I assigned Ank uh, the new Cal Penn vehicle, Sunnyside on NBC. Did you? And, you explained it already. Yeah. All right, and, good. I
0: was I was queuing stuff up.
2: And Ank assigned me uh, the new Dak Shepherd Lake Bell vehicle. Bless this mess. Yeah. (laughs) Horrifying. It's fucked up. And I'll go first. I watched the first episode of Bless This Mess, and it is awful. Why did you do that, Scotty? (laughs) Why did I do that? I had to, Mark. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's about a newlywed couple leaves their hustle and bustle life in the big city for a quieter life in Nebraska. And it's got, like, a bunch of sidecars. The whammy guy from Anchorman is in there. You got Pam Greer getting some work. And What's this, that
0: guy's name again? Like, Bo Bridges?
2: Something like that. This is, it's one of those sitcoms that doesn't have a laugh track because, frankly, it doesn't even have jokes. It's just, like, one of those, like, Hey! Dak Shepard's like, Hey, guys, I guess this is a show. I'm like, We have to catch this pig. This is really weird for us to do because we're city folks. We're catching a pig. It's crazy.
0: So it's basically the concept of that Chevy... Was it Animal Farm? The Chevy funny Chase... Farm. Funny Farm. The Chevy Chase movie? Yeah, Just, it is. Now Just now it has been recycled 35 years later, and it's a bad show. Yeah. <laughs> with bad, less funny people. Yeah. Great.
2: I really... It was not great. I didn't even think about laughing once. It was... Uh, there was some, some other good sidecars. That woman, Susie Essman from Curb, was in there. She was having some fun. She's funny. But yeah, I I will not be continuing with the show. Monty added a caveat: if we like got into the show, you got bonus points, and there were some other rules that I can't remember. So do I
0: win because I loved Sunnyside?
2: Wow. The the number one rule I thought was that if you tapped out, you lost. So you're just immediately tapping out. It's it's that bad. Oh okay, that's what we're doing. I could maybe suffer through another episode. Did you finish the first one? I did. You did. Okay, so you haven't lost yet. All right. All right. You're still in. Tell me about Sunnyside, this um, Cal master It's
0: real bad. It's basically <laughs> Cal Penn as like an Indian Ryan Reynolds with just a bunch of quips and one-liners and like looking at the camera kind of humor, although he's not actually breaking the fourth wall. It's just... Super, super formulaic and just derivative of pretty much every sitcom that's ever existed. Is this a laugh
2: track show? Is that a um, laugh track roaring?
0: I honestly... I actually don't notice laugh tracks, believe it or not. (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) Um, It was real bad. It's basically... The concept is Cal Penn is a disgraced... um, I don't know. He's a city councilman, I believe, for somewhere in New York. And he gets a DUI and... Uh, they have it all on video and it went mm. viral and it becomes a whole thing so his career is over and like he decides to start a new career as some sort of citizenship class teacher teaching um, American yeah. people or non-Americans how to become Americans and this, get their citizenship.
2: This kind of sounds like a woke Mighty Ducks. Like Oh this show can't miss. <laughs> he's forced you got a DUI and he's forced to be woke and dope.
0: Well yeah it's like a it's a Pretty, in this day and age too with all the stuff going on with the deportation and ice it's like a really a, a overall social commentary that just misses the mark entirely because it's stupid mm. and there's a group of people all unknowns and he's like living with his sister Oh. and he has no money and it's it's just stupid and it's unrealistic and I it, it sounds moderately
2: biographical because then
1: you work in politics this is his career already
2: over. That's true. That's a good call. Yeah, he worked for... A, he was involved in the Obama White House in some capacity. I remember that being a thing. Like, as what? <laughs> a professional sidecar? I don't, some sort of, like, intern or... I don't know. He was in there. I, this was real. I remember this.
0: Yeah, it was, it was lousy. And I watched the first two, so I'm already ahead.
2: Wow. It
1: is time to take a stand.
2: <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, so that's a new segment, Homework. We're going to check in next week, potentially. Maybe we'll do a new show. Maybe we'll watch more of these turkeys. Who knows? But, Monty, you watched uh, Hereditary last night. Do you want to give us some
1: your thoughts on that feature by any I, chance? I, I did, yeah. I usually run about, uh, I'd say, 8 to 12 months behind you guys. Mm. in terms of uh, things that I watched. I think you guys were raving about it about 8 to 12 months ago. Yeah, we're going to be talking about
2: this director's follow-up movie later in the show <laughs> just to prove how far Yeah, you're an entire are. movie behind. Yeah. <laughs> A whole yeah, cycle. That, I mean,
1: you guys are both big A24 guys, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's my favorite production company now.
1: They're very strong. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I didn't notice how big of an A24 guy I was until uh, I saw this one. Because I think that the last one I watched was uh, was The Witch, which is also a 24.
2: Yes, which had a cool look, but as we discussed, it was very boring, and you can't even understand what people are saying, because they're talking in, like, 1500s f- <laughs> bean set language. It's insane. It, it, it literally reminded me, I don't know if you guys have
1: ever, like, watched Sh- any capacity? Oh, all the time. Yeah,
0: yeah, Monty. <laughs> you and your Harvard buddies sitting around in your underwear watching Shakespeare instead of getting laid. Yeah, sounds great.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Go fuck yourself. It was literally that level of like, I know something is going on here and it's important,
2: but I have no capacity of following the dialogue. Like, it, it, it needed subtitles. Yeah, like, needed subtitles. Like, yeah. I was like, on the edge of my seat, like, what are you saying? What's going on? So- I, will, I will do the work to figure out what's going on because it seems so cool. But just, just tell me. Exactly, but yeah, Somar, I, uh, no, uh, Hereditary. We're talking about. I love Hereditary. I think it's like, a home run. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it, it was. I mean, I, it, it's it's. I think I think that they wrote it in a way that they wanted you to think that you knew what direction it was going to go.
1: Yeah. You know, like like it, it looked. It started out like a. Horror movie, you know, um, it's just kind of generally creepy, and then you and then you think you know what the twist is going to be, and then it just kind of goes nuts in the last like you know what forty five
2: minutes or so. Oh yeah, it's it's a great slow burn, as they say, but it's never like boring. It's all yeah, and it gets so crazy at the end. Yeah, and what Lauren pointed out to me at the end was that there wasn't a single jump scare in it. Yes, and
1: and, and, and I, was, I was was all riled up. And, oh, yeah. You know, I, I figured that they had. I was like, no, no, there must have been, you know, in that sequence when they. And I was like, no, there's, there was nothing. I mean, it was all just like incredible, you know, suspense and build up. Yes. Yeah. It was great.
2: They earned the scares. Nothing worse than a jump scare, where it's just like, oh, anyone can, like, startle you with a loud noise and, like, a sudden camera movement.
0: Monty, what did you think of the young lady uh, <laughs> in the beginning, I guess you could say?
1: she's uh she's quite a looker yeah
2: Um, (laughs) she's fun (laughs) i can't believe i haven't seen her in anything since i thought she'd be uh the new like nancy drew or something i I
0: legitimately yeah maybe we're we're getting ahead of ourselves
2: hey (laughs) i thought that she might have been
1: the sister of the kid in stranger things Mm. and then the guy that's also a little odd looking yes
2: There's no nepotism. She earned her way into this.
0: I feel like he cool should uh, somehow get her involved in those Comcast ads, though. Just, you know, <laughs> come full circle.
2: <laughs> not bad. Can, can you imagine them,
1: like, I don't know, like her trying to be cast as an actress, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to be, like, rude, but she just, like, there's something there's something very off about, like, the structure of her face, mm.
2: you know? Yeah. No, it's like yeah. the guy from, uh from captain phillips barcat abdi who like won an academy award but then ever since people like yeah he was good in that but that's like the only thing he can do kind of (laughs) he can't be like a romantic comedy lead or you know (laughs) that's the the, i'm the captain now guy yeah exactly yeah that's that's his line for the rest of his life yeah he's like a sidecar forever and there's nothing that could change that
0: where is he from somalia
2: I do believe yes mm.
0: Beautiful country
2: <laughs> No doubt. <laughs> but I mean Like really Like
1: where do you think Like I'm, I'm honestly Fascinated about this process By which she Got cast in a movie Like this You know what I mean Like did she mm. Always want to be an actress And like everyone Just kind of encouraged her
2: or? Yeah I don't know I should have looked Into the story I don't know if it's like a, The director found her Kind of thing Or if she Yeah I guarantee yeah, I it's a she story was great Like I actually thought That she did a great job With the part
0: Is that the sound she makes? Yes. (laughs) I need a refresher. It's been a while. I'm glad you picked up. Millie Shapiro is her name. Millie. And she's not really as horrific in real life. I think they did something to her face for this movie.
2: Hmm, interesting.
0: She looks kind of normal in other photos.
2: Or maybe she just experienced a big glow up since uh, Hereditary, as they say.
0: Yeah, uh, maybe I'll post this on our social media. If you want to go to Enough the Podcast at, Ooh, you know, on Instagram, you know. or Enough Podcast, I guess it is on there. She was born in Tampa, Florida, which is you know you know that's where all the best people come from. No doubt. She's big in the anti-bullying movement, and she loves Harry Potter.
2: Hmm. Great. She's fun. But yeah, that's uh
0: this segment is off to a. <laughs> like rocket ship pace Rory. apparently she goes to anime conventions as well we should just dive into that and just go over all of our favorite anime shows and mm. and see if the microphones <laughs> still work at the end of it yes nothing in here about whether or not she looks like a freak in real life so i'm gonna stop
2: reading okay but yeah that's uh check out hereditary if you've never seen it it's on amazon prime right now folks Monty, uh, we'll let you get back to the Pats game, which I assume is uh, clipping along. At a are the Pats playing? Is that real?
1: Or am I oh, off yeah. base? Oh yeah, kid. They're they're playing right now, playing the uh, the Redskins. So oh, I'm kid. gonna go be real basic and watch that. Can't so. wait. <laughs> <laughs> Love it.
0: All right, buddy. All right. Thank you. All right. All right, see you guys.
2: All right, leg. Bye. Well. <laughs>
0: Did you hang up before I said that?
2: Uh no, I think you got it.
0: Okay, great. I just want to make sure
2: he I got it. I felt weird holding the phone up. I felt very uncomfortable doing that. Yeah, it that. sucked.
0: That's why I used one of these. I should have given you one of these.
2: Should have. Could have. Okay, fans. Now we're going to get into the show... The news. Oh, we got a lot of news. A lot of news oh, this boy, week. Boy, do
0: we have a lot of news.
2: A little trailer talk I want to start up top with. The new Michael Bay movie, Six Underground. Which, um, uh,
0: yeah, it's, it's going to be a movie.
2: It looks very Michael Bay. A lot of... Shots of people getting out of convertibles and helicopter sunsets, sweeping scenic vistas made of CGI.
0: Yeah, I don't understand his thing with the, with the goddamn helicopters. He loves it. It's he, he he's gonna use them in every movie he makes for the rest of time.
2: But if yeah, Ryan Reynolds is starring in this movie and he's being very Deadpooly, it seems, which is like all he can do now, apparently.
0: I feel just, like we. We were touching on this the other day, yeah. And it's kind of like he hasn't done anything that's not, you know, Deadpool in a long time. Yeah,
2: or even like Van Wilder. He's just been doing this. He has one speed, and it's like I can, I can see that you're trying to be funny, but all these jokes are bad. Uh, I don't know, but he's he's he has like like seven
0: things in pre-production right now course he does or pre and post and things announced he's a worker oh he's doing a remake of a christmas carol that's, oh my god we don't need that movie
2: he gets too much work
0: with him and will ferrell
2: uh, Ooh, that's a directed ba-
0: by the guy who did sex drive
2: that's a bad duo i'm hating that duo i'm imagining them bouncing off i'm each sorry other. the
0: writer of sex drive even worse
2: <laughs> probably a producer too
0: Oh, that sucks. Did
2: you see the trailer for the Harley Quinn movie? Yes,
0: I did, and that I actually want to see. I think Margot Robbie is one of those actresses that it's almost annoying how talented she is based on how good she looks, too. Yeah. She's, like, at least she could be like a Meryl Streep where she has kind of a strange appearance, <laughs> but she's super talented.
2: That's a good call. She really does have it all.
0: She's a
2: home run. She's so beautiful. I'd see like any movie she was in just to look at her face on the big screen. Just, just like, wow.
0: Yeah. Wow, you're attractive. I, I think I like the Harley Quinn character, too. I think it's interesting. And, and I'm not a big hero guy, but mm. I do want to
2: see that. You prefer anti-heroes. i <clears throat> <clears throat> But It looks very weird. Chris Messina's in there. Sidecar extraordinaire. He's got bleached hair. He's playing some sort of wacky. That, that
0: picture you sent of him on the, on the poster is very funny. If you guys want to see that, just Google uh,
2: bird of prey harley quinn whatever yeah. it's called we'll put it on the instagram or something if yeah we don't that's true <laughs> which i'll not. do that soon another thing do you hear about this scorsese marvel news i did yeah everyone was going i, I mean i couldn't
0: agree with him more
2: yeah he why said, is
0: everyone making a big deal out of it like james gunn stepped in and were you gonna say that no oh uh, well he steps in and he says like i'm a big fan of scorsese and like i don't i didn't appreciate how everybody uh who like, protested Last Temptation of Christ even though they hadn't seen it and I feel like it's hypocritical for him to say this and mm. <laughs> it's like, shut up, James.
2: Yeah, like Scorsese in an interview said, quote, I don't see Marvel movies. I tried, but that's not cinema. And he compared watching them to going to a theme park and everyone online, including people like James Gunn who've made Marvel movies are like, um, screw you, dude. Like, how dare you? And it's like, people just have to make such a thing about it. And it's turned into a debate like Martin Scorsese is old and he makes very different serious movies and he doesn't like superhero movies that all look the same and are all made to feel like part of the same story like let him have that (laughs) he's not a sci-fi guy like is that okay it should be fine everything's a debate Everything's so starved for something to flip out about it's like yeah an old man who makes movies doesn't like Marvel superhero movies the end (laughs) Let's move on. Mm -hmm. Moving along. The, um... They announced Jordan Peele signed a five-year, nine-figure deal with Universal Studios to keep keep making movies for them. Nine-figure deal.
0: Yeah, his movies are not rewatchable, and I hated Get Out. Wow.
2: The, um, nine figures, that's at least $100 if I'm not mistaken. That's nine figures, right? That's probably even more than that.
0: Yes. Because ninety million would be seven. Yeah. Ninety nine million would be seven.
2: Yes. God you, damn. you don't hear about a lot of nine figure deals. That a boy. I'm trying to secure a nice two figure deal to get through the day. Oh, a two figure deal. <laughs> yeah. Like ninety nine dollars? Yes, that would be ideal. That's a best <laughs> that's a best case scenario deal that I'm A couple of at. bucks. Um Yeah. Yeah, what do you got news wise Hit me with some of your news. Uh, That just upset me a little bit. (laughs) Kid's upset. I'm excited
0: about the new Tim Heidecker mockumentary, Mr. America, where he's a guy running for district attorney. I think it's going to be silly, and I don't know. You said the the... trailer was kind of mad, but I didn't watch it. I I do that on purpose sometimes, because the trailer confuses me as to how I feel about things.
2: It's probably just a bad trailer. Everyone says it's hilarious, and I enjoy his brand of... uh...
0: I sent yeah, you the clip of him reviewing one of our featured reviews, mm. Joker, right? Where he gives it five bags of popcorn. Yeah. and
2: That's the stuff I love. It's the show called On Cinema. You can watch it on YouTube. I don't even know if it's on TV. It's, so funny. It's him and this guy, Greg Turkington, like very dryly and oddly, like talking about movies. It's I can't even explain it, but check it out if you're into Tim Heidecker stuff at all. It's very funny. He's...
0: Uh, I guess most notable from the Tim and Eric Awesome show on Adult Swim. Yes. If you haven't caught him in other things. I don't, I don't even know what else he'd be in that people would have have seen. He was in... Uh, he pops up. He himself. was in Us. Yeah, actually. He was Speaking in Us. Speaking of Jordan Peele, that's a tie-in. Hey. Um, yeah, Tarantino is working on a book about a World War II veteran that's angry about Hollywood's portrayal of the war. What are you doing? Uma. He's got a lot of boring stuff in the pipeline. Like, if they're talking about him doing... Um, A Django sequel. I heard a rumor of that. And then the Star Trek movie is happening.
2: (sighs) The worst part about Tarantino is all all these... uh, Anytime he says, like, oh, I might do that, it becomes a news story for, like, a decade. (laughs) Right, like, the Star Trek
0: thing is probably not even real.
2: Yeah, and people are still talking, like, he's going to do Kill Bill 3, and he might do this. Everyone's just,
0: bleh. Kill Bill, the whole bloody affair was, I guess, he put it all together and released it in theaters and on VOD or whatever in 2011. I don't,
2: I don't even think he ever did
0: that. He oh? did. Oh, it, he did. I looked it up today. Oh, okay. I was looking because I watched Kill Bill. Not to like trump you and embarrass you. And terrific. I think it's terrific
2: when you trump me. It's fan <laughs> fantastic. Terrific. Yes. But
0: I hate how that expression has been ruined forever by that orange weed. <laughs> Um No, but he he put that together in 2011, and it's a very finite ending.
2: Mm.
0: There's no real room for a sequel.
2: Yeah, people like, oh, the daughter of Vivica Fox oh, is going to come back because of like, that, that scene. That one scene where she
0: says, like, if you're still raw about it.
2: It's like if he made a sequel that involved that, that would be hacky <laughs> and probably awful.
0: Um, yeah, I, my love for Tarantino is pretty much undying because yeah. I, there's like six of his movies that are just so great. Well, not six. I'll say Pulp Fiction. Reservoir Dogs, Jackie Brown, The First Kill Bill, Glorious Bastards, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay, so six. And I like Django a lot too, so that's seven. That's seven really, really good movies.
2: I don't think any of them are like a dud. Even Death Proof has like some, Death Proof some has stuff its moments. It. Yeah.
0: His acting is really rough. And yeah. I like his portion of from Dust Till Dawn. Shot <laughs> <laughs> Deep tracks Um, I
2: want to talk for a moment yeah, about yeah. how uh I'm alarmed about the amount of Law and Order SVU talk that's been going on in the thread. Shout out uh Yeah, Parsons, I can't take it anymore. Parsons and Codpiece. Them both being like Apple TV yeah. subscribers and
0: like sending those screenshots. Well, they're Law and Order guys, which What I need to know? Law and is- Order
2: Special Victims Unit is in its 21st season. Where it's just like Why is this going on? Why is this like the Simpsons? Just like a never-ending show.
0: People love it, though. People settle in on those USA marathons Yeah. on Sundays. There's probably one going right now, and people just watch episode after episode in a row.
2: <sighs> I think people just like the sound effect. The <laughs> I think they're just like, their mind is warped by that. It's like a, uh, a trance or something. I can't think of the word. But yeah, regular Law & Order got canceled like 10 years ago, but the sexual crime-specific spinoff is still going strong. It just doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Yeah, as something as horrible as sexual assault, Mm. you'd think that people would lose steam a little bit on watching, you know, like rape kits on television week after week after (laughs) week after
2: week. week. I think it proves how sick everybody is. Is Maloney still on the show? No. He left like
0: That's in my shuts actually, uh in his movies. He
2: left the show a legit like decade plus ago. and then like
0: and what about Mariska Haggerty she's still on there she's like the whole show great I guess the the less interesting character hung in there do you think they got rid of him did they kill him off he probably Mm. left to go do all of his turkeys
2: they probably didn't kill kill him off so they could potentially bring him back down the line if they wanted to and if he would but I'm just guessing Carter Parsons, let us know what happened to Maloney.
0: Yeah, send us an email. Yes. Um. Speaking of formulaic network TV, I've decided to never watch American Horror Story again.
2: Ooh, good
0: reveal. The FX Now app for Apple TV. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, Fox executives is a piece of crap. No good. And yeah, it well, what it does is it constantly signs you out and requires a login, and there's like multiple steps to it. Okay. More so than any of HBO Showtime. Any, like I, I don't think I've logged back into my HBO Go in months. Yeah. Whereas the FX app, it's every other time you watch it, you're logged out. Yeah,
2: I know what you mean. I've had that before, too. And when you have to like re-log in, it's like, I'll just never watch this channel That's again. That's what
0: I say. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's, it gets you so annoyed. I got so annoyed with it the other day with... It, you know like you put the verification code in and it just doesn't work and then it bounces back on your phone yeah, you and I Google just said you what? know what like I'm just gonna never watch this show ever again yeah, we're done because <laughs> even when I did get into it and I was watching the show sucks this season's dumb mm. they got rid of the two best characters uh, Sarah Paulson and um, Evan Peters is oh. they're both gone and I believe he's dating like Halsey now or something
2: he's had some good pulls I know yeah, he, he, he used a good to date pull, Emma, Emma Roberts yeah.
0: And she's still on the show, but it's, her storyline sucks. And it's the summer camp, like, 84 one. And it's, they're basically just glomming on to the popularity of the 80s recycling that's happening right now with, mm. like, Stranger Things. And You're I honestly right. think, like, It, it follows. follows was the first m- movie or show to do it in recent years. Mm. And then everybody else kind of piggybacked onto that. And I'm not saying it follows started the trend, but for me it did. Yeah. And then you know, Stranger Things is one of the most wildly overrated programs in existence. Correct. No, but I don't know.
2: You're right. I think American Horror Story. They're almost like late to the '80s stuff. They really they sh- are. Sh- sh- it's just on '80s, like two seasons. <laughs>
0: kind of on fumes. But I, I yeah. honestly think that anybody who's watching like regular TV with commercials is going to be late to things anyway. They're not yeah. as you know TV centric as we are. Whereas we catch everything right out of the gate. Mm. Uh, that being said, I'm I'm Done, done, done with American Horror Story. They are tons of commercials. Fuck you, Fox. It's over.
2: It's over. I want to talk about... Uh, Kevin Smith announced that uh, they're finally going to make Clerks 3. He famously... like He had a script for it a few years ago, and they were about to make it. And then the guy who plays Randall like backed out.
0: I need to know why he's a holdout. Yeah, and now, What's he doing?
2: Now I guess they had a, a good talk, and they... They've rekindled their work relationship, and they're gonna make Clerks three, which is exciting for me. Kevin Smith is kind of mm, these days like Jane Silent Bob reboot looks legitimately like bad, but I'm still gonna get excited for a Clerks three. I like that he gets to end that trilogy. Clerks I'll is. Pro- fuck
1: anything that moves. <laughs>
2: exactly, <laughs> Clerks is like a classic at this point.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think it looks pretty interesting, uh, in terms of just all of them back together like kevin smith is skinny now
2: yeah
0: he's had all <laughs> i don't know we'll see i'll see it i'm not that ex- the tickets are up for pre-sale we should grab some just because i'm mm. sure all the fanboys will be there huh. um while we're on the subject demi lovato <laughs> recently got trolled for posting photos from her trip to israel which i don't fully understand why that's an issue do you we've all been there are we woke enough for this <laughs> I don't... I feel like she catches a lot of flack for someone who, like, is in and out of sobriety and used to be a cutter. Like, people should probably go easy on Demi Lovato.
2: People are upset that she was in Israel? Yes. Enough! That's enough to get upset about?
0: I guess. <laughs> Somebody who's more woke than we are explain why that's offensive. Yeah. Like, I think Israel's a beautiful country. I don't... Like, is it, like, because there's a problem with Israel and Palestine, and we're supposed to pretend both countries don't exist as Americans? Like, I I honestly don't know. Yeah.
2: I don't really know what's going on in either areas, but if I'd, I'd vacation in either for fun, and I'd take a bunch of pictures. Yeah,
0: why not? Post it, them to it, our social media accounts. Nobody's going to have a problem with it, right? Yeah.
2: I'd give you the candy lineup. Beautiful. <laughs>
0: Uh, did you see
2: the the James Franco story?
0: I did. That bummed me out. Well, the people in the comments were bumming me out even more. Like, well, we all knew he was a creep. Yeah. It's like, how, okay, Mark from Chicago. Like, <laughs> how
2: did you know he, he was a creep? Let me explain for the fans. Two actresses sued James Franco and the acting and film school that he founded, saying he intimidated his students into gratuitous and exploitative sexual situations far beyond those acceptable on Hollywood film sets. The saying like this acting school he ran was basically a thinly veiled attempt to get babes to basically film porn that they would never show to them or let them have or, you know, would never be released, Ugh. which is just, yeah. I I hope that's alleged he he got uh, like mildly me too'd like when this was all happening well that young
0: girl that whole thing with the hotel room and he was texting with the 18 year old and everyone made a scene and he just owned it he was like well yeah I meet a lot of women at my signings and I made sure she was he had her send him a picture of his license or something
2: Hmm, I don't even remember yeah
0: and he basically was trying to get an 18 year old woman to come to his hotel room for sex which is you know it's a little creepy but it's not illegal and it's not pedophilia yeah
2: I think there was other stuff too he was one of those guys that everyone's like yeah he's one of those
0: guys he's really good looking though and like kind of funny and talented and he's probably super rich like it seems like why I always get confused why yeah. guys like that would be creepy. Like, why don't you just be a normal guy and go through the steps? Like, a, you know, like women will say yes if you ask them to go and get consent, and you can be a good dude. You know, I think there's some like power element to the creepiness, and we're we're speculating, guys. This is all alleged. We don't have yeah. any idea what actually is going on, but
2: no. But I think you're right. It's like yeah, you're like a handsome yeah, guy man. who's a movie star. Like, I why don't, don't, think- don't you just act like one I- of your movie characters, and all the babes will forget. Friggin- <laughs>
0: Yeah, I. Uh, there's really no need for him to be doing, you know, a creepy... Just get married and have kids.
2: I quite frankly can't believe that James Franco is going to get cancelled before The Deuce. <laughs> the awful HBO <laughs> show that he's on. <laughs> who, who saw this coming?
0: <laughs> Critically acclaimed uh, HBO show, The Deuce. Yes. Well done, that was really funny.
2: A little more news, we're almost done here. The The Walking Dead unveils... Unveiled a trailer for their second spin off. Which they, they need to be ending The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. <laughs> Instead they're starting a second spin off called Escape the Walking Dead. And it's like AMC, believe me, I'm trying. Their eleventh season. You You're just not did making you just say easy. this?
0: The eleventh season airs tonight? That's the number. I, yeah, and and Norman Reedus in Variety said the other and he was quoted saying in Variety that he could play Daryl Dixon, his character, on The Walking Dead forever. Just, you know, until the end of time,
2: I guess he meant. Until he gets tapped for Boondock Saints 3, I guess. Oh my god. And it's like, hey, he's at least smart about it. He's like, yeah, I'll stay on this awful show until it literally just dies on the vine. AMC, as long as you keep my uh, motorcycle reality show, Ride with Norman Reedus on the air. I guarantee that's part of it. He was like, if you want me to stay on The Walking Dead, you need to green light a show where I just drive around on my motorcycle in real life and talk to people and no one will watch it. And they're like, sure. But yeah, this new spinoff, they say, focuses on the younger generation born into the world of The Walking Dead. Children who never experienced a zombie-free existence. And it's like, that's not a good idea. That's not worthy of a spin-off. That's nothing. Walking Dead Jr.? Walking Babies? Ugh. Like, AMC is just running on fumes. They need to end The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead and this new one. Zombie stuff is... I'm putting zombie stuff in the obituaries as a result of this show. That's
0: today's obit.
2: Yes. This
0: is an impromptu obit. These are my favorites.
2: (laughs) He loves... But they don't even like make zombie movies anymore. I think as something of a result of the Walking Dead, everyone they know everyone's just sick of it. And it's like what,
0: except for that one that they're doing for FX or not? I'm sorry, uh, for Netflix with Chris D'Elia, Army of the Dead, Zack Snyder's
2: new thing. Okay, so there's that one coming out. That's
0: gonna be really bad, I think. Sorry, Chris, we love you, but. It's it's just such a beaten down genre. Yeah, when like, did
2: they decide
0: that zombies were super interesting and when they just were going to be, you know, in a new project every couple of yeah, months like, forever?
2: Yeah, zombie movies used to be a sub and now it's just, like, a genre. Like, it's its own thing, and it's just too much. There's not enough material. Like, oh, they're dead but still alive and bidding around, and they'll eat you. Uh, okay. Like... Let's get 11 seasons and two spin-offs. It's pretty good zombie noises. Yeah, you know, I do
0: a little voice work.
2: Um, And my last thing is they're making a Whitey Bulger TV show, and I can't believe we're not on board as creative consultants. (laughs)
0: Uh, That sounds bad. Yes. Enough with, like, the Irish mafia. Enough with zombies. Enough... Enough Boston-based Although,
2: stuff. maybe we smush those genres together and make a bean-set zombie apocalypse movie? Am I getting a green light? Mm. You're looking green lightish. Mm. He's, out. Mm. He's out. No, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I had to
0: think about it for a minute there, but I'm in.
2: Yes. Bean of the Dead. My last note
0: uh, uh, is the Joker beat Venom's October box office record, mm. which bummed me out a little bit.
2: Folks, we'll be getting into Joker. Big yeah, we time. saw Joker. We didn't like it in our featured review a little later. Do you want to get into Shuts?
0: Yeah. How's it uh, I figured we're gonna. St- I want to start playing a sweeper for Shuts, and let you let me know. This is, folks. This is a test run. Ooh. You let me know what you think of this one. It's a little long. <laughs> I figured we gotta talk it up. Oh, yeah, this is, this does have a huge buildup. We shut off a lot of movies, folks. We really do. <laughs> we start them up just in case you didn't believe
2: us. We really do.
0: Here we go. Let's go. Let's rifle through them. Yes. I shut off the Stranger Things four trailer. And I wrote down, seriously, what else can they do with the show? Aside from bringing back Sean Astin, they've lost my attention permanently. What do you got?
2: That wasn't even a trailer. It was literally just, like, the number four in, like, the red font. And then it was just them announcing that, like, it exists. And it's like...
0: Uh, I shot off a movie called Java Heat with Kellen Lutz and friend of the show Mickey Rourke on IFC. That's one you shouldn't have turned on. I know, I'm ashamed.
2: That's kind of fucked up. That, uh, uh, what else you got? We both shot in the tall grass. Oh. This is new to Netflix. I,
0: I actually forgot to write that down. Good yes. pull. So, These. yes, that's three shots for me so far.
2: Uh, the, uh, can we kill the music? Are we done? I was going to play the whole song through. No? Is it distracting? It is. <laughs> I'm very
0: distracted. You're on the louder side. You got the sound bar right behind you. That's, that's the problem.
2: I like that slow fade, I like it a lot. And but that's yeah. how you produce. In the Tall Grass on Netflix. We're in October now, so some horror movies are trickling in. It was like
0: an alien movie, wasn't
2: it? I'm trying to get into the spirit. I don't don't think
0: I looked up from my phone once.
2: (laughs) Uh, This is based on a Stephen King book, just like every other horror movie that's made these days.
0: Speaking of Stephen King, I actually shut his new book, uh, The Institute. I got nine hours out of eighteen into it and then killed it. Wow, How much of a shame is that? <laughs> <It's>,
2: <laughs> I'm like that's I, a best I, case scenario shut. You're like right at the finish line, and then you're just like,, nah. who cares? Well, I, I was halfway.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was nine more hours left, and I was I got kind of confused as to what was happening and it was and then he started doing a different person's perspective mm. and changed the the reader of the book, changed the tone of his voice to be a woman. Oh. And it was He's just transition- doing like a higher voice. The narrator yeah. transitioned mid book? His register went up and my headphones came out, oh. I guess, and yeah. it was over. And I'm not going back. And I'm going to call Audible and get actually I can get a refund right on the website. That's the best part.
2: Also you gotta love a book shut because it's a literal shut. If I had a real book.
0: Yeah. It's I get it. He's laughing
2: in the tall grass i thought it was going to be good because it was directed by vincenzo natali who directed cube which is a big uh
0: what ah oh, i loved
2: cube yeah it's one of our favorite That's like a bummer, old school actually. horror movies and he also did splice which is kind of unrated underrated weird horror movie from like 10 years ago but in the tall grass people get stuck in tall grass <laughs> stephen king at this point is just like uh here's a story <laughs> tall grass. You walk in, you're haunted and you're trapped You got your
0: grass, boom! (laughs) Yeah.
2: The grass is really quite tall. It's something to behold. And, uh, yeah, it bored me. I turned it off pretty promptly. Actually, I I watched, like, almost half of it. I I gave it a good shot. Did you really? Yeah, I was... Yeah, I didn't have that. Because the director was like, this will be good. This will heat up. And then it's just different people wandering around a field of tall grass going, like calling the other's name and hearing weird stuff and seeing stuff it was like a, an outdoor haunted house that wasn't fun at all I also shut off replicas which is uh, a Keanu Reeves vehicle that they just like tucked in into this this I year shut that of Keanu. Off at one point too. Give me some turkey sound effects for this one because this was so bad, it should have derailed the Keanu-sans, or whatever we're calling it. Something's
0: gotta do it, I'm so tired of that.
2: His big comeback. This is a movie where like, his family dies in the beginning. He's working at this like, crazy tech company that is trying to like, make clones or something stupid. And then, his entire family dies in a car accident. And he's like, oh, let me keep their consciousnesses alive and then transfer them into these like new bodies that all grow (laughs) into like robot bodies and it's one of the stupidest movies i've seen in forever like thomas middleditch is in it him and keanu are like a duo who are like joking around as they try to play god and reboot his family in these new bodies it was oof. and then it has so many awful twists where it's like oh no the bodies aren't ready like i know I'll. I'll put them all into a coma until I can figure out how to get their robot bodies to work. Sounds terrible. It was one of the... It was like on the cusp of being so bad, it's good. but Mm, Those are
0: the worst kind. That's how I feel about one of my shots. Uh, I Am Wrath. Yeah. Speaking of... uh,
2: Yeah, like if you made this just like a little more... If you made it just a little more ridiculous, this (sighs) would be watchably funny and bad. Instead, it's just bad. But go on. With yours, Sorry. No, no worries. I shut... Uh, what else did I
0: shut? I shut off... Why did my note just close on me? That's weird. Sophie's Choice, which is like a famous... Um, Angst strip tro- Kevin Klein movie.
2: Angst Choice was... My choice to was, was to shut it off, yeah. Yes. It was a big piece of shit. I've never boring. seen that.
0: Kevin Klein says the N-word in the beginning, like in a, <laughs> in a mess, like a... He's messing with one of the other actors that- and pretending to be from the South. Wow. Yeah, it was weird.
2: That sounds very weird. You wouldn't think there'd be an n bomb in Sophie's Choice. Well, it was choice. 1982. They yeah. don't. They didn't care. N bombs were flowing back then, baby. Yeah, I. No, it was bad. I um, only I only know that movie from the like people talking about it. It's like a, a cultural thing now. Because she has to choose between one of her children, which one dies. That's the bit.
0: I believe so. Yes. It became, it's, yeah, it's sort of like an, exp- a movie is so popular that it's an expression now. Yes. Yet it's very, very boring. Hmm. Um, wow. I shut off a movie called In the Shadow of the Moon.
2: Oh, I shot that last week. <laughs> yep. That was, uh. Real bad. Yeah. That Boyd Holbrook, fan yeah. of the show. He's like Netflix's sidecar they go to for all this stuff. He was on Narcos and is in some other originals that are very forgettable.
0: I shut off Inside Man, Most Wanted.
2: Yeah, I... I didn't even turn that on, but I was laughing at the fact that they made that. Like a, like a TV show continuation of the movie? I, it, I think it was a movie.
0: Was it a show? It's a movie. My fault. But there's there's a scene in the beginning where there's like a poster or a picture of Denzel on the wall. And they're like, he was our best negotiator ever. Like, a,
2: <laughs> I, And that's probably like the only connective tissue yes. that it has <laughs> to Just, that just movie. a lazy... <laughs>
0: Like superimposed photograph I don't even think they had a real physical I think it was a cGI uh-huh. photograph on the wall
2: I guarantee it was there's nothing hackier than that like the that's like an independence day too when all they do oh. to, all they do to remind you of Will Smith is they show his picture on a wall and be like he died tragically in a training exercise. It's like you hacks, why did you make this?
0: That was very bad though I made it one minute, maybe maybe two. <laughs>
2: Two minutes? It was.
0: It was. We can check. It was very, very You're small relentless. amount of time.
2: You've got a quick trigger finger. Oh me yeah, when it comes I have no shuts. patience.
0: I shut off a movie called *Deviant Love*. Sounds shuttable. Yeah. Have you even heard of it? No. And then I shut off John Travolta and Christopher Maloney's *I Am
2: Wrath*. Oh my God! Stop shutting my movies. Yeah, you need to show more respect to these Travolta turkeys that are on Prime. You no need, thanks. You need to finish uh, *Trading Paint*. Oh. And. That other one Never. that I can't remember the name of. And rewatch Gotti. But yes, let's get into our reviews proper. I want to mention real quick, Kendall's rap on Succession. Oof. One of the most uncomfortable scenes of television I've ever seen in my life. Uh, a yeah. friend
0: of the show, Cod, made a good point that if we got uncomfortable that his acting was good, that, Exactly. That, that was on purpose. Oh, yeah. So I didn't really think about it that way. I just was hating it. And, you know, it just goes to show you how interesting and cool... Succession can be yeah. The fact that they're taking us to n- <laughs> new heights Of, of you know it's, it's hard to get me to emote in any way When I watch something and they mm. did that So yeah. Succession's a home run
2: Yeah if you're not watching it get on board But yeah the, it was a character you'd never think Would like do a rap And it, watching it I was just I was literally watching it alone Like speaking to the television Going what are you doing <laughs> Like ah it was It was insane I think this season's wrapping up soon, I think. Is there I think like there's one only one episode left? I think maybe two. Okay. I think they probably do a 10-ep season. Do you think
0: anything crazy is going to happen? you think they're going to leave us with a cliffhanger like they did last year?
2: Kid. That's what they do. All That's right. how shows work. We'll give me, see. Give me a juicy season finale <laughs> with a cliffhanger. <laughs> Please.
0: Uh, okay.
2: Let's get into our stuff. Should we did, do reviews?
0: Proper reviews? Yes. We did shots. Now it's review time.
2: American Dreamer. Oh, yes. I forgot about our, our sound. I'm roaring. I like to segregate the segments. Uh-oh. You're a fan of segregation? Is that I what am. you're telling me?
0: As long as our, our segments are separate but equal. Hmm.
2: Let's
0: <laughs> go. Segregation humor does not hold up <laughs> in 2019, folks. Uh, the fans love it. This is not it. the opinion of the Enough podcast, nor myself
2: and we're getting into our reviews up first american dreamer the new jim gaffigan vehicle
0: i liked it a lot i mean it was kind of dumb at times and you know it was it was like you your point was that it's sort of like uh collateral in reverse
2: yeah jim gaffigan jim gaffigan plays an uber driver who is like shuttling around a drug dealer and then somewhere along the line, he thinks it's a good idea to kidnap the drug dealer's son, and then it just it keeps getting grittier and grittier. It's uh like, it was it was a very good uh, you know indie Jim Gaffigan getting serious. I thought he was good as a you know a comedian turned uh, gritty guy trying to get some drama work. I, I yeah, liked I liked
0: it. serious Jim Gaffigan. I thought that was kind of an interesting twist. I liked. Um, hmm. The score was cool. Yes,
2: Trent Reznor did right. the score. Big, okay, I didn't realize that. That's big why fan I of, liked it. Big fan of his um, scores. Or Atticus Finch. Yes. Fun <sighs> yeah, duo. the movie
0: had me super intrigued. I liked that. It kind of it really brought out empathy in me of just like this guy who is just spot, spinning off the planet.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those like downward spiral, like, wow, he's n- how's he going to get out of this? Like, oh, no, he's not going to get out of this. Oh, boy.
0: I thought it was cool that critics compared it to uh, Good Time by the Safdie brothers, yeah. which we've talked about 400 times, but it, it's great. Great movie. And this was pretty good, too. So
2: It's definitely yeah. one of those type
0: of movies. American Dreamer, I imagine it'll be on Netflix soon. Yeah. It, it'll- look, it has that Netflix vibe about it, but I recommend renting it on iTunes prior.
2: Yeah. Very enjoyable indie. Give Gaffigan some dough. I want to mention real quick, uh the new Nikki Glazer special on Netflix called Bangin'. It was uh very funny and interesting. What do you like about it? (laughs) It was almost entirely like sex stuff. You know, she most of her material is like about relationships and sex. But she gets a lot of interesting material out of that genre. You'd think it would get old, but uh, I enjoyed it for the duration of the special. I thought it was very funny. Is she engaged or married? or? No, she's single, as you'll learn when you watch the special. It's just her talking about, like, why don't I have anything? She has no boyfriend, nothing? No. And she, like, never even has sex. And she's into, she's all about getting fingered, is her big thing. That she, talk, she did, like, a 10 minute thing on fingering. That was very funny. No, yeah, that's funny. But yeah, it's on Netflix. Check it out. Nikki Glaser, Bang, and I enjoyed it. It's got those yucks.
1: Take a stand together.
2: I wanted to talk about uh, Fighting With My Family. <laughs> <laughs> the new... Uh... I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why are you... <laughs> Not with my actual family. This is the movie about... Uh, it's based on actual wrestler Paige's life. It's, uh, it was produced by The Rock, and he has a couple cameos in it. I'm kind of sick of him, but this was a 99-cent rental on iTunes, so I went for it. It's written and directed by Stephen Merchant, who uh, co-created the original Office, and he's a very funny actor on Hello, Ladies and other stuff. That
0: was stuff. my pull for that, yeah.
2: He's got, uh, he's got chops. And uh, this has a good cast. Florence Pugh... Who's in a movie we're going to be discussing shortly. Nick Frost, who I'm a fan of. Lena Headey from Game of Thrones. And Vince Vaughn in a very odd supporting role. Yeah, that
0: is a weird Vince Vaughn choice.
2: Vince Vaughn is like a wrestling trainer. Very, very odd. Does he reprise sort of the character from
0: Dodgeball at all? Or is it sort of a new venture for him? It's new,
2: yeah. But it's in that vein, kind of. And The Rock, as I mentioned, is in a few short scenes playing himself. Brother! Which he does in every movie anyways, so... Yeah, there's really no range there. It yeah, He's the most highly paid guy in Hollywood. Doesn't really matter what his character's name is, he's always just The Rock. But, uh, this was okay. Nothing amazing. It was a good family story. It's, uh, the main girl and her brother both audition for a WWE. She gets it, he doesn't. And, uh, some drama ensues from that. Whoa. And uh, Florence Pugh kind of elevates the whole thing. I think uh, she's pretty good, yeah. She's great. I just sort
0: of, you know, one of my reviews that wanted to discuss is Midsommar, and she's, you know, far and away the best part of that.
2: She's, like, goth in this one, which is, like, a fun, different look look for her. And, yeah, she elevated... Her and Vince Vaughn kind of elevated the whole movie. Okay. It it was kind of whatever. You actually liked it. We're not making fun of it. It was fine. Like, don't seek it out, but it, it was, like, a... Perfectly reasonable watch if you're ever, like, really bored for a 99 cent rental. The real page that the movie's based on went on to have a sex tape, but unfortunately they left it out of the, oh. adi- the adaptation. I guess that didn't fit the narrative. That's a shame. And uh, Vince has this whole monologue about what it takes to, like, make it in the world that seemed kind of improv-y. It seemed like he was just, like, funny? doing this thing. Yeah. And it was, like, poignant. Great Vince scene. It's actually worth watching it for that scene. And uh, The Rock had a line denigrating Vin Diesel, which... Uh, oh, he, yeah, you
0: sent us a clip of that. Yeah,
2: You know I love the uh, Vin Diesel-Rock feud.
0: And what not, now what camp are you in, if the fans don't already know?
2: Vin, baby. You've
0: been Team Vin since the beginning, which I'm proud of.
2: Ride or die. Familia. But do you want to get into Midsommar while we're talking Florence P.?: Yeah, I pew, pew, honestly pew, pew, thought it pew, pew. was
0: the best movie of 2019 next to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm. I really, 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 really liked it. And I'm pissed that I didn't see it in the theater. Yeah. I,
2: I think I told you you would hate it. You did. That was the first time you've ever said I would
0: hate a movie and were, were completely, completely wrong. Because I thought it was awesome.
2: Yeah. You didn't think it was slow at all? You were
0: like no. in the whole time? In the whole time. Wasn't bored. Not one second. Like I couldn't wait to see what happened.
2: Because I can't remember. Too I really well. like
0: this—the idea of it. Basically, for people that don't know, it's a group of college kids. A couple mm. of them are writing theses, and they are going—they're PhD students, I guess. And mm-hmm. the main character, played by Florence Pugh, Pugh, had a loss and is upset about it. And so yes. they decide to, you know, even though she and her boyfriend aren't doing so well, they, he brings her to Sweden. With his Swedish friend to his, you know, the friend's family commune cult, for lack of a better word, and Mm. it was super weird, and a lot of weird stuff happens, and, you know, it's like Hereditary, it's another, you know, eerie thriller horror movie from Ari Aster that Mm. just, you
2: know, no jump scares, but is genuinely scary. Yeah, I'll give it points for... I like how it's a horror movie that's set almost entirely during the day. Yeah, they're in a
0: part of the world where it doesn't get that dark during the summer, which I didn't
2: realize about Sweden. And you wouldn't think that that's... But it's difficult to, you know... Most horror movies are just set at night. You know, darkness is scary, the whole deal. But it's impressive to, you know, get some scares out of just people, like, frolicking around in the daylight. It was good. I just I thought it was a little long. Could have definitely been shorter for my taste.
0: I I guess they do. I think a really good job of heightening the emotion throughout the whole movie to keep you from getting bored. Hmm. I thought that was cool. I like
2: it. It has some good jokes in it. Like it has a a sense of humor. Like there's there's an Austin Powers line at one point, which I obviously loved. And just like how did I miss that? What's the line? I can't remember. I saw this like in the theater over the summer, but uh the what was i saying
0: yeah like the powers line the humor.
2: infighting between like sure. the, the groups like one of them decides like when they get there one of them is like oh i'm doing my thesis on like this thing we're about to see and then one of the other ones is like oh i actually decided i'm going to do it too and then like they start hating <laughs> each other and i thought I got that a was a kick
0: out of that yeah
2: i thought that was good realistic cuz he was just like dude like what the hell bro yeah and uh yeah, I just thought it was kind of, like, unsurprising. It's like... You were underwhelmed, huh? I was. But, I mean, I'm a big Ari Aster fan. I love uh Hereditaries. we discussed with Monty earlier in yeah, the program. Yeah, I mean,
0: Hereditary's probably a little better. Yeah, that's, like, I, a classic. I,
2: I didn't like Hereditary until my second viewing, though, yeah. to be honest. I thought this was phenomenal throughout. That's a good point. I am going to give Midsommar another give watch. Give another watch. And see... uh See they have both of me. them
0: actually on iTunes folks uh, as mm. a package if you want to buy them or you can just watch hereditary for free on Amazon Prime it and is. then I'm, I'm assuming Amazon prime is gonna get midsomar within a couple of weeks so I think,
2: I think they have a deal with a24 or they the, definitely do the, yeah the, like
0: I, um also I, that remember the short we watched by Ari Aster the strange thing about the Johnsons on Vimeo yes that's interesting and super weird too I would watch that unforgettably
2: fucked up. I recommend yes. watching it. It's
0: super weird, guys. Yes.
2: It's, um... I was going to explain what it is, but just go in fresh. Go in. I was going to say, yeah, don't even bother explaining. <laughs> it's super creepy. I saw the new Child's Play the other day, which is, uh... You know, the Chucky stuff, the killer doll. In the old ones, Chucky is... The soul of a serial killer is somehow transferred into a doll in very 80s fashion... And in this, the reboot, they did, uh, they did like a smart revamp for technology stuff. I can't speak. But instead of transferring the soul of a serial killer into a doll, it's just a disgruntled worker takes all the safety precautions off of the doll. And then it gets shipped out, you know, with it, the doll doesn't know that it shouldn't uh, do this or that. Chucky's like an app now. It reminded me more of, like, AI than the original Child's Play. Chucky is a... Uh, he's not a serial killer. He's, Do I need to watch this? He's a robot who's been tampered with. It makes you, like, uh. f- it makes you feel for Chucky. Chucky's kind of, like, charming in this one. And uh, I thought I had some cool setups. Like, Chucky learns to be evil through the kid who owns him and his friends are watching a, ho- a ridiculous horror movie and laughing at it. And then Chucky sees that, and he's like, oh, violence is funny. I was like, this is kind of clever. Like, this, is, this is some stuff going on here. And what would you
0: give it out of 10?
2: I'd give it like a 6.7, maybe even just a 7. Like it, it was Your better.
0: favorite movie of all time is a 10. You're giving this a 6.7. Okay.
2: Fuck. Uh, 6.5. I'm already scaling back. But I enjoyed watching it. It was like better than I thought it was going to be. And... I know it's a stupid horror movie and things happen, but, like, once Chucky starts to get really evil, like, he kills the kid's cat and then people, and then no one believes the kid that Chucky's doing this stuff, and Chucky's, like, staring at him in the middle of the night, and the kid's just, like, being haunted. And no one believes him. He acts like there's nothing he can do. It's like, take the batteries out and throw <laughs> Chucky in a garbage can. Like, <laughs> the movie just goes on for so long where this kid's like, I don't know what to do. It's like, throw it away. Destroy it. Yeah. It's over.
0: I don't get why. I've always thought that. Like, even as a young kid, I always thought, like, why don't you just kick... Chucky, yeah. or whatever, you know, possessed doll. You're like,
2: 12 times like the puppet, size. Like the
0: Puppet Master movies with the little the toys. Come, They're even smaller than Chucky. Yeah. Just stomp on them. They're <laughs> puppets. It's like being scared of a bug. It's like, this isn't anything. <laughs> I guess some people are scared of bugs, but yeah, that's ridiculous. Okay. Good call.
2: But yeah, and the Kills... Alright,
0: I'll watch it. I'm gonna add it to my queue.
2: The Kills were kind of dumb, but it was fun. And, uh... Did you buy it? No, I just rented it. And, uh... This is one movie. I think the ending should have been like a little oh, a longer. $6 rental. Like, at the end, there's a fun thing where a bunch of Chuckies are unleashed and they kind of do nothing with it. I thought they there was a missed opportunity for like a Chucky versus another Chucky or something fun like How that. How was my girl, Aubrey Plaza. She was good. Yeah. She, uh, she knew what movie she was in. She was playing it like cheeky and fun. I like that. That's a good summation. And, uh,. Brian Tyree Henry, who's in every movie say, that comes out. He's in The Joker, as we'll discuss. He really does do a lot of stuff. He gets so much work. An, and good I'm for him. unfathomable amount of work, yeah. He gets chops. Do you have anything else? Or do we want to get to the, today's featured review? Um, yeah, let's do the featured review. I
0: just have... I re-watched Miami Vice and um, yeah, American uh, Hustle, which no need. No. The, the, just... Those are two
2: movies. Miami Vice kind of stinks, guys. Don't bother. And American Hustle is a good movie. Miami Vice is funny and looks good, but yeah, it's not like something you're wowed by. Agreed. Um, Let's get into Joker. We risked our lives and went to see this movie in a theater. I don't even think there was an undercover cop guarding us. And this is the movie that Michael Moore calls a masterpiece. That fucking fat (laughs) slob. And he also said, quote, the greatest danger to society may be if you don't see it. Do you you agree with that?
0: (laughs) The reason I'm playing Gary Glitter's Rock and Roll Part 2 is this is used Mm. in the movie very well. It's used very unexpectedly. Keep an ear out. Because that was my favorite part. And that's one of the only positive things I have to say about it.
2: We, yeah, we saw this opening night, like a couple cool guy incels. The, uh, <laughs> this was, Joker was directed by Todd Phillips of Old School and The Hangover fame. He's currently shooting a Hulk Hogan biopic starring Chris Hemsworth. Side note.
0: Yeah, that's weird, but I'll see
2: that too. Yeah. Picturing that movie, I wonder what that's going to be like. But yeah, we went to see Joker. There was a kid next to us who I, th- I was concerned about the entire runtime.
0: Yeah, he, I was gonna mention him too. He was at the very beginning when he sat down. You don't. We went to see it at the Chestnut Hill Luxury Theater, and yeah. it, that's you know, it's a thirty-five dollar ticket. It's not really somewhere that you go by yourself. It's mm. not like a casual pop in. Yeah, you got like, especially since the seating is limited. Like, we planned our tickets a week in advance. Mm. So this kid probably did the same, and it's just, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't go to that theater alone personally. Mm. It's just. I don't know. I go to the movies alone a lot, but it's like a pop-in. You go to AMC, you go to Patriot Cinemas, you don't think about it. You go, "Eh, maybe I'll go. I agree. Yeah, you go to like a matinee at the Dumpy Theater. That's probably cheaper. So that was the first red flag with this gentleman. And the second was, were you going to do a bit about the way he ordered his food? Or can I I take that one? Take it. He ordered a pale ale, which we got a laugh at. And the sound of his voice alone and he had like you know like white socks and just he just looked like a serial killer. He, he looked like Michael Douglas in Falling Down but like a 2019 adaptation. Yeah. And he just had like a strange sounding voice and it sucks that we're in a climate where as much as we're making a joke right now there was mm. probably like maybe 2, you know, 1.5% of my brain that was thinking this kid might open fire
2: mm. and kill me and my friend. Yeah. At the end when he started applauding he was the only only person, person in the theater. Yeah, and like he didn't. That, that's when I was like, "Oh, it's about to happen. We're done for." <laughs> He's the clown prince of crime. I, I, yeah, I think is, applause
0: is a much better alternative to getting blown away. Yeah. So,
2: but I don't. I feel like we're not doing a good job of explaining this kid. He was just like a weird kid. He was throwing off vibes. I guarantee other people in the theater were like, "What's going on with this sidecar?" But let's get into the movie itself. It was. uh For a while, I was, like, enjoying it. It looks very good, and it has, uh... Joaquin Phoenix, as everybody's saying, is, like, very good in it. He's clearly got the chops. If you've ever seen one of his movies, he's good in everything, but... This movie... Like, there's a great shot of him forcing a smile while crying inside, which is one of those... It's it's very workish. And this movie... I liked how it didn't force the batman connections there's just like a couple like wrinkles here and there where you're like oh yeah the batman stuff yeah it, it mostly like focuses on joker
0: but... i have like an overwhelming amount of notes for this movie
2: the uh i'm staring
0: them down and i don't even know where to begin <laughs> i'm just gonna let you I'm, that's why i'm letting you run with this because <laughs> i yeah we overall we were disappointed yeah is the takeaway I think that it was sort of cool in the beginning, and I had high hopes and obviously we bought the tickets ahead of time. We talked about this movie for months. But the whole time, all I could think about it, like is this just Todd Phillips overcompensating for the fact that for two decades he directed slapstick slapstick comedies. and you know, so he just is going out of his way to make an overly artistic, overly directed, overly written. <laughs> yes drama (laughs) the answer is yes with joaquin phoenix who's like one of the most notorious over actors in hollywood i mean he's talented yeah but he's also done a lot of shit movies if you break it down i
2: think he's been pretty good as of late i think he's on a pretty solid run i enjoyed her
0: i enjoyed
2: oh i forgot about her don't worry he won't get
0: far on foot and clay pigeons are my favorite joaquin movies what are yours Real the... quick, because we have so much to cover. I can't, Don't say
2: Gladiator. I can't think of any, so I'm just going to power through. Oh, the
0: Sisters Brothers, and you were never really here.
2: Those were weird. And but Inherent decent. Vice. You're, you hated Inherent Vice. <laughs>
0: yes, unfortunately. The master was good. I'm Still Here it was interesting. I'm looking through his whole thing now. I'm cheating. Yeah. We yeah. Own the Night was really bad. I think Ladder 49 was a huge turkey. The Village was a turkey. Uh, Hotel Rwanda is overrated and too cheatily. Cheatily? eight millimeter is probably his best
2: (laughs) but yeah joker wise i will say like i was liking it for the first half and then like it's just very one note it keeps hitting like the same beat over and over again it's like we get it but one thing i will say it wasn't boring i mean you didn't even want to walk out that's saying something i did not want to walk out (laughs) normally and i'll watch it again
0: it's it's one of those movies that i didn't enjoy and i thought was dumb but i 100 percent, i might pre-order it right now just because it's it's yeah. it's it's a movie that I think people should see. Maybe mm. you can wait till it comes to iTunes, especially if, you know, the theaters are getting shot up that's not even a real thing I don't know no. why we keep touching on it we were the only ones with a crazy person yeah. in the
2: theater folks the news seems like disappointed that it hasn't happened <laughs> they're like, like
0: any minute now there's gonna be a theater yeah. the weekend's not over yet
2: but yeah this movie it cherry picks a lot of stuff from better movies like it's, it takes entire sequences from the king of comedy that Scorsese movie that it,
0: it. was. Is that a hat tip or was it just like they're hoping people hadn't seen it and they won't
2: recognize <laughs> yeah, it it's that be, was, that's what I was confused it's about. beyond a hat tip it's like you're yeah. just lifting like everything they even took from that the same movie. actor.
0: Like, oh, we we also used Robert De Niro. Yeah.
2: And There's also a lot of taxi driver stuff. Like the Joker does this like handgun to his head thing a Did lot. Did he do that to the kid on the bus? No. When the woman was like, "Get away from my son." He does it some other time, I think, but it's just I saw a lot of other movies in this movie. It was and, uh, yeah. Yeah, like if you take Joaquin Phoenix out of this movie, it's a turkey. It's not good, you know, without him giving this everything-in-the-kitchen-sink performance, as they say. There's a couple cool twists, which we won't give it away, or which we won't give it's away. It's hard
0: to talk about this movie without yeah. sneaking in a spoiler. But I appreciated Gary Goldman getting that work. Yeah, and Sam Murill gets a, yeah. an, an audio cameo. Work. That's cool. They're probably, I don't know if they called him up for that. I'm sure. Um, I really don't like Francis Conroy. Yeah, and I don't was, like the sound of her voice. I thought she was super annoying on Sharp Objects and Six Feet Under. And her as the mother just irked me. They could have used a lot of... I mean, she works, I guess, for this like, mentally ill... Yeah, and lady. you just reminded...
2: When you said uh, that movie You Were Never Really Here earlier, this is very much like that movie. Like He plays a weird guy who lives with his mother, and then like something crazy happens, and he loses his mind. It's like the same thing. Mm. But, and also, I want to talk about The Laughing... The Joker, Joaquin Phoenix has a decent Joker cackle, but, like, around the halfway point, it's like, okay, I get it. You're crazy, and you're conveying that through this wacky laugh. Like, he laughs, like, 600 times in the Yeah, I wrote, the laugh gets very
0: tiresome. That was my take.
2: Yeah, it's just, it's like, we heard you. We heard you. And yeah, the the movie, it thinks it's like a classy masterpiece that has so much to say, but it's just kind of like a dumb movie that looks cool and has a good performance in it. Like, at the end, I was like, what was the point of this? Like, what, what, what am I supposed to take away from this movie? It, it didn't seem like a full movie it seemed like the first draft of a movie that someone would read and be like oh you need to put a plot in here like there's no well, they just lifted a bunch of stuff from other movies just tropes Yeah. like when they have the detectives
0: calling the Joker and leaving answering machine voicemails A the police wouldn't do that they'd just show up at your
2: fucking house yeah. they wouldn't give you an opportunity to run away yeah exactly there's a hacky <laughs> moment he's like on a staircase like whoa the cops like no he did something and instead of approaching him they're like hey stop there from like a mile away it's it was very silly and like you're supposed to like the joker i think he's supposed to be like the anti-hero that you're rooting for but i wasn't rooting for him at all he's very hateable and like annoying by the end i was like oh shut up you and your fucking laugh get out of here the um yeah i got some spoiler stuff but we I feel like not everyone has seen this. We can't get into the spoiler stuff Yeah, it's hard to talk about. Joaquin, he does a lot of singing and dancing in this movie. Like, wow, he's so damaged. He's he's dancing up a storm. The, um... Yeah, like, Heath Ledger's Joker. He's the bad guy, but you kind of, like, want him to win because he's so fun and good in the role. And this one, I was just like, ugh, I don't... Like, shut up and kill yourself, you idiot Ugh.
0: yeah mark Marin was a weird a cast addition i feel like he doesn't really gel in anything except i guess glow even he's, his own show he sticks out like a sore thumb and that's a show based
2: on his life yeah i don't even think he says anything not in really Joker. No. he has like one line he's where he just gets, on
0: screen he's de niro's you know it's right hand car. man on the tv show yeah um de niro was probably the best part I got uncomfortable thinking about how many people are probably going to dress up as the Joker Joker for Halloween. Yes. And how cool they'll think that costume
2: is. And it's just... I want, Joker ugh. belongs in the obituaries, if you want to cue up the music again. Already? Like... Oh, the character himself, yeah. not the... Uh, the green hair, the makeup, the laugh, the whole deal. Goodbye. <laughs> We've heard it countless times. It's enough. There are other villains who can do stuff, I think. We're still
0: okay with Harley Quinn, though, just to,
2: just to clarify. Yeah. But the Joker is now retired, dead and buried. The, uh, and also, a guy on the way out when we were leaving the theater unironically said to his friend, That was twisted. <laughs> Which is just like the best thing I've ever heard. I was. That's not much fucked fish. I want to stop him and just be like, You don't even know how. Mwah that was. Thank you, sir yeah that sucked what a dork and to wrap up Joker talk where do you think uh, Joaquin ranks among the on screen Jokers we've gotten um Nicholson's the best I agree
0: Heath is second best Joker Uh, Joaquin is third Mm. would be and then Jared Leto and (laughs) and a very very far behind fourth I was really hoping that you would give Jared Leto number one Somebody asked me without irony if, if the Jared Leto j- Joker performance was as good, or if the, jo- if the jo- Joaquin Phoenix Joker was as good as Jared Leto, and I, I thought they were joking and they weren't, and I was like, <laughs> oh, joking? <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, Like um, the, the obvious answer is Heath, but I really I like that Jack Nicholson Joker. Nicholson, yeah. He's just he's like the one Nicholson's to me,
0: one of my he's probably my favorite actor of all time. Yeah. He's done like four of my favorite movies and he's just so funny and ridiculous and memorable he's in awesome that movie and everything, yeah. Um basically the Joker to wrap it all up folks, it's the answer to the question that nobody asked. and there's really no point in this movie being made beyond todd phillips attempting to flex his directorial muscle and joaquin phoenix overacting like he's an emerson student
2: i will say todd phillips wise the movie looks great sure like he's got some moves and there were like sequences where i was like wow this is like really well done
0: he's got a lot more i'll see his next movies i'll put it that way we'll see what happens
2: my big thing, like, I, I was enjoying it while watching it until, like, the end it got kind of bad. But it's one of those movies, like, thinking about it afterwards, I've liked it less and less. Yeah,
0: every day that goes by, it's going to lose a point in my mind. Yeah. So
2: that's The Joker, folks. Get it's out there and see. It. it made, like, a fortune. I'm sure you've seen it or you're thinking about seeing it. I think we did good not spoiling it. I think we danced around.
0: I had some notes that I, upon further review would have let some people down and i'm glad i (laughs) i didn't read them
2: we're back um Um, i was wondering what's next i was wondering if you might want to watch 90 seconds of the hit 2006 movie the departed directed by martin scorsese who hates marvel films um i don't really want to (laughs) what don't you i don't have a choice anymore right you know what's going on i mean you can do whatever you want but i might Throw a fit if I don't get my ninety seconds of the departed. For you, I'm gonna put it on. For me, for me, for me.
1: Something's going
0: on. I'm having issues with my Apple TV remote it's fine. as always. We're there. I'm using the remote app. I see Folks, this. go ahead and send us an email at enough the podcast if you too have had problems with the remote app on yes. your phone.
2: Enough the podcast at gmail.com. And I'm also another week with no email. We've sadly
0: we've gotten to the point where you don't even ask me anymore just because the emails are so few and far between. I know. It's like, is it really that hard to send? A three sentence email or not yeah. even just fuck you guys. Your show sucks. That's what I would do if my friends had a podcast. I'd write in every week with negativity because yeah. that's funny.
2: I got tired of starting every show with basically an advertisement that we don't get any emails. Yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> I know that that was not an accident. You didn't forget. Yes.
0: yes. <laughs> so this is us. This is our final plea for emails, folks. And here's 90 seconds of the departed.
2: Please, God damn it. Some people do get better. <laughs> fucking result
0: sometimes i just want people to forget about their personal and do, their, and jobs. do their jobs hmm. including the
2: criminal well if
0: they don't do their jobs you don't have one
2: i'll always have a job i'll just arrest innocent people
1: man you are trouble well, you don't know the half of it i'll arrest you right now
2: <laughs> matt damon does a
1: good uh, job of uh, <laughs>
2: talking with his mouthful acting Ooh, we're, we're hitting a very important sequence right here folks cranberry juice anybody We have a minute left, I hope we get to hit it. Wow. Do you know who I am? You do good in school. That's a great shot, him eking into the frame. You know, that Martin Scorsese, he knows how to... Yeah, he's he's got some, you know, some moves. I didn't realize how good he was. Yeah. I always thought he was just kind of a Todd Phillips clone, just ripping off my boy.
1: Do you know who I am?
2: Yes. Yes we do, Jack. Your Fenway Frank Costello. Love it. Huh. Great tie. That's such an unrealistic tie. <laughs> but yeah, that's you he's supposed to be like French, a cool mobster. That's French. like a shitty Kmart tie. French. Tie is trash. It'd be it'd be more realistic if he had no tie at all. Look at French the number one. Wow. I have some bad you know, news. Oh no. You tell me I have to wait till next week for the good stuff? It ends right there. Fuck i know well that's cli- know. cliffhanger ending leave I the fans know. wanting us reacting it's a bummer to the departed <laughs> and what else any living. plugs once again special thank you to
0: uh michael montero for making an appearance on the show thank uh, you friend it was actually a part of the make a wish foundation for the uh handicapped youth of lancaster pennsylvania and we thought we'd you know become a part of that organization and get them on the air hey we were happy to help happy to help yes and you did great mikey we we know you were scared and it's okay
2: folks please give us a five-star rating slash subscribe on itunes follow us on soundcloud i'm on twitter and instagram at skip season folks that's enough have a good one
0: you can find me on Instagram, at Ankner, at Ank underscore fit. If you want a free personal training session, slide into my
2: DMs. Also, next week on the show, we'll be discussing the new Breaking Bad Netflix movie, El Camino, and a bunch of other stuff, possibly the Will Smith vehicle, Gemini Man. Yeah, you I'll like go it? see that. Okay. Oh, man. So look forward to that. Have time. a good one, man. Yes.
0: Have a good one, Gemini Man. Ooh. ha <laughs>